Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Welcome back to another week here at the bar. We, uh, as always, are here doing the hard work for you so you don't have to. Nev, Tybo, Sir Doug Nichols round is wrapped up. What do we think about the footy's action? Some bloody good games, mate, and some amazing looking jerseys, I must say. Yeah, how good. I'll mm. touch on them shortly. Uh, Tybo, mate, how was your... I know how your weekend was Saturday night, actually. Um, I know how all our weekends were Saturday night, because we got a few sherbets into us, boys, didn't we? We did. We did, mate. We were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it straight... Um, yeah, we had a good so, time. Partied uh, with Acker. He came out to Warwick, mate. We yeah, had a absolutely. Great time. So, 2001 Brownlow medalist, Jason Ackermanis. 2001, was it? It was unreal, mate. Um, really funny bugger, actually. Don't remember much from the night tie. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what year already. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was never good. He's really entertaining, actually. Managed to... Uh, One yeah, of the lads, didn't he? Get the opportunity to meet Acker, um, and he was bloody great. Super entertaining, too, wasn't he? And, he was, um, mate. And a good down-to-earth bloke to have a beer with. So, yeah. Which we indulged in quite a few. Um yeah, I had a sore head on Sunday. I know that much. Um, tell you what, while I was talking to him, boys, I never I mentioned this to you guys after it, but uh, I got the chance afterwards just to ask him who he thought was the best player he ever played like against. Like just who he just went, wow, that guy's a freak. Yep. Not necessarily played on. Who do you reckon he said? Rizira. Myself, Jason Ackermanis. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, did, he, he wasn't bad at taking the piss that. out of himself, though, was he? For uh, uh, with a bit of an ego, no, but he's he, really, he really good said, guy. He would have said 2001. Played against? Yeah, played against. I would have said, who did you uh, always think was the best player of I would have, your era? Michael I would have Boss, said Vossi. I would have said Vossi too. His, his okay. team so, mate. he said Vossi was the best player he'd ever played. That was my second question, so we'll played go there with. first. He was the best player he'd ever played alongside. He said Michael Voss, hands down. Yep. Um, but as far yeah. as the best player he ever played against in his era, he said, obviously... Um, Carey, which you'd be disappointed you oh, think of the clowns. Carey, yeah. But King Carey, but he also said uh, Anthony Kudafides. He said Kuda. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, the other one that he always thought was just incredible and marvelled at what he could do. So, But no, it was awesome meeting a Brownlow medalist, boys. Due, mm. You know, seeing it's what we concentrate so much on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, another thing um, from last weekend, or well, this weekend's footy action tie, is last week I held myself accountable. Uh, mate, with the call on Tom Lynch, and we're all about holding ourselves accountable a bit more this year. So I hold myself a lot. I'm going to hold you accountable this week, <laughs> Ty. Um, yeah, what, mate. What did I do? Let us into the bar's best bet last week. Now we know we've been struggling, but this is how good we're going at the moment, mate. <laughs> if you want to just play this one back, I don't want any part of it. Now is it more of a chance? I've got Rory Laird to get 30 touches. Right? It's uh, the Adelaide St Kilda game. Nailed on. Yep. Rory Laird, 30 touches. Now you can go back to 2015 if you want to find a game where he has played St Kilda and not got 30 touches or 32 touches against them if you take out the 2020 COVID season. Yep. Really? 26. Yep. Jeez, so you've gone deep this week, haven't you? Lock him in. Needs to. All right. Yep. Lock him. Now, Ty. Yeah. Rory Laird, you may as well have removed his fucking legs on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone back to 2015, right? He wasn't even 30 no, or 32 then. disposals. How many did he get this week? 24. <laughs> You've dead set broken a block. Fuck if I know. It was shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Must anyway, have COVID, the bastard. Best bet's coming along later on, and we'll discuss mm. it there even more. But, mm. mate, we've got to be held accountable, and you've yep. just researched back to 2015 and dead set broken a bloke clean in half. Yeah, so that's yeah. how well we're going there that's at the right, moment. Rory Laird should be held accountable for that. That was fucking pathetic, mate. <laughs> 2015 was the last time Talks. you played that that bad. Ty's gone nuclear. Sort of shit out. <laughs> yeah, leave it for Nev, mate. Thanks leave for bringing that up. 
<laughs> All right, tonight, boys, we're also going to go through our next six teams' leaders um, that we predict to be the leader of their team come season's end, obviously. We're going to navigate through our votes, as always, and uh, tonight we're going to check in with the Phantom, boys. So plenty to listen to, so uh, please stay with us. Now, we'll talk some beers for a second. We're uh, sipping on one here now, Neville. Um, you've produced the sherbets here tonight, mate. What are we I drinking have, tonight? Uh, we're drinking a Biggie Juice by Feral Brewing Co. tonight. Sweet as. So yeah. we're going to give that a rating at the end of the night, boys, uh, because, yeah, we're all about the beers as well. So without further ado, but for the rest of the show, let's crack on. Schools out, boys. So first thing I want to get into with you fellas is we have a couple of new favourites in every area that we concentrate on this weekend. John Newcomb has become favourite in the Rising Star. Charlie Kerno is favourite in the uh, Coleman Medal and currently leading it. And Lockie Neal has joined Cripper in favouritism in the Brownlow medal. My question to you is, are they all justified favourites right now? <coughs> yes, probably. I don't know about <laughs> Kerno, but um, he's playing pretty well at the moment. I think on the weekend, that was a bit a bit wild, wasn't it? He was unstoppable in that first half. And he looks like Cooter. You spoke about Cooter before, mate. Yeah, he does a little bit. Similarities, he's, isn't he's it? He's got the, the same sort of physique... Uh, the same fanfare about him from the Carlton crew, and uh, he's riding the wave at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I think he probably sure. deserves favouritism too because he's uh, the fellow he was chasing, Tom Lynch, is down with an injury at the moment. So yep. yeah, he's going to play a few more games in him over the next few weeks. So yep, no doubt you'll yeah. have something on uh, on Lynchy later I, on in the news because I'm not sure where he's at. I but um, do. I but do. I would agree that Charlie Kerno probably does still deserve favouritism over the others. But uh, yeah, and Jeremy Cameron thereabouts. Um, the other two, John Newcomb, Ty, you think justified? Mm. Yeah, he's... Uh, is it about time his someone leapfrogged yeah. Nick Dacos? Yeah, oh, Dacos has Surely. been playing fucking footy the last few weeks. He's been shithouse. Yeah. Well, not shithouse, but he hasn't been sent out at all. He's just playing football as a, you know, like just, a bottom four player, really. Yeah, just mopping up and, and being clean. But he's yeah. not doing anything stardom Nothing related. Nothing special. Never agree? Yeah, mate, Newcomb's definitely in lights at the moment. He's playing unreal football, and he's probably in the top three to five at his club every single week. So he probably deserves it at the moment. I think think there's a two-horse race at the moment in that rising star, and Dacos isn't in it for me. It's At the moment, Newcomb and Ginevan are the ones that all the hype's about. Um, You love love Ginevan, I can't stand him. I love him. But he's just uh, all the, the buzz is about him. I so, love him. Oh, I agree with you. They're the my two. You and would love him. He's got Ev? the same fucking haircut. Yeah, well, you. that's why you don't like him. You still think he's got hair. You still think the top two of the front runners? <laughs> yeah, I think so, mate. I think Newcomb and Dacos. Dacos is going to get by on his name alone, I think. Um, and he started off so well. But, yeah, I oh, know. I think Rochelle. You love a story, too, don't you? I do. Yeah. Rochelle, dropped out of the picture for me. He's cooked. Mm. He needs to kick probably 30 more goals this season to even have wow. a chance. And he won't do yeah, that. he'll win the Coleman. All right, nice. last one. Lockie Neal's joined Cripper at favouritism for the Brownlow. Justified or do you think Cripper should still hold the edge? Look. I find it strange that he's joined him considering Lockie Neal was quite quiet on the weekend. Mm. I know Cripper was too. Neither of them, well, they didn't get votes for me. Spoiler alert. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's strange that he's crept up. Considering, I, well, I don't think he was good enough to get votes. So, but I think yep. it's justified, mate. I think there's three blokes. For me, I reckon it should be joint favourites, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's as big a gap as we we sort of 
had a few weeks ago because Neil has been on fire recently. Um, but a few weeks ago when we did the temp check, I threw money on Neil. I think the first temp check of the season. Yep. When he was still way out. Uh, you said double figures, mates, and he did. Twelves. No, uh, nine was Neil. Nine. Yeah, so was we labelled bucks. him. We labelled him. If you liked him, you won't get better than nine dollars. Yeah. And you're not going. And, and unless he's, he's an come into favouritism now, like six yep. weeks later. So, um, and he's been on fire since then as well. So. Yeah. Look, I agree. Look, I, I personally thought he, should he probably be a clear favourite. I, I, think, I thought he should have been favourite ahead of Cripper even a week or two ago. So and wasn't. And that's just me because I. I back his body to last the mm. season out and, yeah. and out did good for him and last outvote year. his and, his and teammates. You don't back Crippers. Whereas Cripper, I don't back the body, and I also don't back that he can hold out Walsh all year, and that's starting mm. to prevail. And I think probably that's the only way it swung uh, Neil up a little bit higher too. Nev is Walsh whilst Neil didn't game. get votes, and maybe Cripper didn't get votes either. Walsh did. Oh well, yeah. for me, for you, yeah. So spoiler alert again, but I think that that's probably the big one is who who did steal the votes from Neil. Probably still not really a maybe a prolific player, whereas yeah. Walsh, if you see what he's doing, you start to think, shit, is he going to outshine him a bit yeah. more often? So I think that's where that that odd swing has occurred. Um, all right, boys, grand finals been named two thirty p.m. Back to the original. Happy about that? Mm. Absolutely stoked, mate. Yep. I can have a gut full of piss <laughs> and then have kick-ons afterwards. Have a nap and then wake have up. Have kick-ons afterwards, mate. It's where it belongs. It's where it should always be. The spectacle of a night final is great. Under lights, it looks good, but I just love an afternoon grand final. You can't beat it. Your breakfast of a morning, then you like start sending it. Yeah, mate, you do, you do. You know what I mean? Like if it's if it's if it's on his first skewy when he flips his egg, mate. If it's bloody seven thirty at night or whenever they were going to play it, mate. You'd be, you'd be in bed. A lot of people would be, mate. A lot of people would struggle on grand final day to get all the way through to 7.30 just for kickoff. Fair enough. Like, well, I think they throw it up in the big AFL. Big fan but, of it. Um, AFL. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, no, mate. Um, look, I I went to the grand final in, in Brisbane. Night COVID. grand final. Was it? Uh, it was, no. 2020. Yep. COVID year. And um, I thought it was brilliant to watch for me. But um, as you said, Neville... Um, you know, it gets a bit late and, and you want to be able to go out afterwards and celebrate the night away. Um, look, and, and when you're playing night footy uh, or, you know, games under lights, there's there's dew, it's slippery, the skills aren't as good. And when it's a grand final, you want it to be the best possible skills, yeah. best spectacle of the game because more people are watching it than ever. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think a daytime when it's dry um, is, is the way to go. Yep. Yep. I'd, I'd cop either. Um, I don't think the AFL would lose out either way either. Um, personally, I just think, put it this way, I'm tuning in no matter what time slot it is. Yeah. And nearly every other AFL fan that is there for the big day will tune in as well. But I'm with you. I do think cleanliness of skills, no lights in the eyes, those sorts of little things. Um, yeah, maybe the daytime's good and it's still a tradition. So, oh. sweet. Um, Nev, just lost your lunch there, mate. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hope that goes Ty's way. Um, all right. Boys, I've also discovered Frio on the weekend. Yeah. Was there holes in their game? Is there an issue? How much do we read into two successive losses for Frio? Losing to now Suns and Collingwood. Reading into too much into it or not at all? No, that's... Uh, oh, they, it's they worrying just, signs, mate. Yeah, it is very worrying okay. to lose to the Suns and Collingwood who both aren't really great teams and they haven't been playing that well this year. Um back-to-back back for a team that's supposed to be challenging 
for top spot, um, it's very concerning. Okay. I don't, I don't yep. think you can... And, and we all named them to make top four last week too, so... Yep. Um, their strength is their defence. Mm-hmm. And granted, Suns only scored 69 on them. <laughs> 69. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've always laughed at your own jokes. And uh, Collingwood scored 80. <laughs> so defence-wise, it's still there, but they're struggling to kick scores at the moment. Yep. Um, and I think it's the issue just with their key forwards, and they're missing a lot of their better forwards, I think. So yeah, okay. um, Fife needs to get back ASAP, I think, to give him another mm-hmm. avenue and a bit, a bit bit of a leader. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah spoiler alert, yeah. he's not far away. Chuck I'm a little bit opposite. For them would be awesome. I, I'm right not now. reading too much into it. I think I think it's understandable that you do, but I think it came down to conditions both games. Yeah. Fairly wet. Both West. games are fairly slippery. Frio's biggest key this year when kicking goals has been their tools. Yeah, you're right. They seem set to be unstoppable. Set goals. So for me... Yeah, I'll wait till they get another dry game. That said, I thought that they would show more spirit and fight in last week's game after coming off a loss against the Suns and what yeah. they managed to do. So I was disappointed in that, but I'm not reading too much into it. I just think their tools are still... It's just not a game that suits their style, and um, hopefully it can in the future. Uh, but time will tell. Yep. Word association time, boys. My favourite. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. No swearing. Going with coaches, okay? Another three coaches oh. tonight. First word that comes to mind... Michael Voss. Club legend. <laughs> Fair enough. Tough. 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 I have successful. Uh, John Port might say otherwise. John. <laughs> no, well, obviously I'm talking about right <laughs> now. <laughs> right now, I look at him. Brizzy, sorry. Successful. Yeah. John Longmire. Horse. Big nose. <laughs> I had big head. <laughs> All right. That's fair. All right. Um, and Goody. So I'm a good one, obviously. Um, first word, oh, Nev. First word, Nev. What do you I, I don't, don't have think one. about it. Um, Scientists don't take long to come up with a word. Red hair. <laughs> red hair? <laughs> Jesus, righto. Um, That's the first thing to come into my mind. Again, anyway, oh, fucking maybe. Chalk, say Nev. boo, Nev. I don't know, mate. <laughs> oh, no, I think the first word was um that came into his yep. mind. Uh, but oh, I had tank. Is this a tank? Because he's got red hair. I see him walk down, mate. Every time I see him walk down, I just think he should be out there playing again. He looks fit as a fiddle. All right. Last one for schools out, boys. Indigenous jerseys. Which one was your favourite? Shoot. My favourite? There was two or three. I really liked... um, You liked Melbourne, didn't you? I liked the Ds, but I'll tell you what, Carlton's really grew on me. When I saw it in action, mate, it's pure. Mm. Pure. Yeah, I liked... The uh, kangaroos, I thought it was pretty sick. Uh, but we were watching that game um, down at the footy club, and it was kangaroos versus, versus the Brisbane Lions. The, no, it looked like it, it looked like looked the Brisbane like, Lions. Who did they play? The Melbourne. Demons. They played the Demons. Yeah, yeah, and it looked like it was from behind. It was. It the looked Lions, like the Dogs yeah. versus the Lions. It was. Oh, true. Just yeah, complete yeah. opposite. Like yeah, they looked North like other teams. Lions, yeah. But I thought they looked awesome. Agreed. North. Unreal. You actually picked those two. I couldn't split. Carlton and the Kangas yep. and I went with the Kangas because the bastards actually play good footy in it so mm. um, maybe they should keep wearing it um, alright Nev time to go nuclear my friend it's the topic that everyone's talking about I haven't gone there so far but it's fucking time <laughs> Descent, boys. <laughs> and not so much descent as such, but lack of descent. I'm up the AFL. The whole fucking organisation. Okay? 
Starts with your mate, your brother's fucking love child mate, Scott, wanker, right? This, Red. this, yeah, what? They're the same bloke. They're both dickheads. <laughs> um, and you'll agree. <laughs> Turn him up. And you'll agree, mate. The umpires are umpiring the way the rules are written, but the rules are fucking dog shit. They're wrong. It's pure and fucking simple, mate. There, there was. Oh my god, I'm still. I'm really angry still. Um, the one that really sticks out for me was Harris Andrews. Didn't even touch the fucking forward, and he got a free kick for it. And Harris can't do anything. Uh yeah. I, I, no, no. I, I'm going to say really bad words soon. We get done for har- harassment, mate. I'm oh. <laughs> average tie. Yeah, that was garbage, mate. I, it's just it stinks. It needs to change. Like. I haven't gone there. Everyone's talking about it. It's a joke. It's not the umpire's fault, in my opinion. They're being told what to do. But the AFL pull your fucking But if you're in. putting your arms out, that's dissent, The directive needs to change. Mate, it's not dissent. That's dissent. We spoke about it last week. And I haven't gone time. there dissenting. I haven't gone towards dissent, but it's... Yeah. Well, they say if you're questioning right. the decision... Don't question me. If you're questioning the decision, you're showing dissent. Yeah, well, you're showing dissent now. You won't finish this podcast if you keep... (laughs) (laughs) That's dissent 50. Okay, highlights and lowlights. Let's get into them for the weekend. Um, Nev, kick us away, mate. My highlight is um, the Cats. Just quietly, it was a round of highlights for me. Yeah, I found it hard to find a lowlight to narrow down. My highlight, but it's it's not the way the Cats played. It's uh, a club legend of theirs, Cameron Ling. Oh, yes. Brilliant. So he came out in the press, it was either yesterday or today, um, and it was his take on the Cats' approach to the way they build their list and always compete. So he reckons that it was better to be relevant and fighting each year and refreshing the list bit by bit, bringing in the piece they need to be fighting for a premiership every single year, making top eight, than going down the bottom for an extended period of time trying to do a full rebuild. Uh, and I kind of agree. Look at the teams that have gone full rebuild. How long have they been down there? They lose fans. They lose memberships. They lose everything. The Cats are one that's probably have stuck around, what, the top eight for however long. I don't know another team that's been... Can you name me another one that's always been there? Yeah. I, I think mm. I think Hawthorne have done well to not... To not, for a couple slip, of years. to not slip as far... As, as as far as, as low a as what I expected, the they bottom. were looking like doing yeah. it. hundred percent. That was the team I was thinking of. That a team that went good for so they're long. Probably the only dropped ones. a bit, but Sydney, it looks like they're on the up. Sydney. Sydney's another one. They didn't go. They down had for one long bad year. Sydney have been pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah. Sydney are very good. Sydney but, have always been good. But that's the rest of it. Academy. So mm. got yeah. any Lions terrible. Lions terrible. The Melbourne Demons. We all know. Goodness Richmond. Carlton. Bucket of shit. Carlton. Richmond went for bad. Um. Collingwood have always been it's fairly good. But yeah, but look at this they're, they're year. a destination club. As yeah, well. but even this year, Nev, they're still they're still cutting it with true, finals. True, true. You know, like, but yeah, that mine and was they're just... Re- they're rebuild already. I look at Collingwood and I go, their rebuild is already looking more promising mm. than two, than two or three teams that have been rebuilding for five years. Yeah. I think, so, I think the rebuild is just a, a big buzzword that they use all the time. Like, the dogs, course, dogs won the flag, missed the finals the next year. It's how well can year. you... Re-top and, and then up. they say, "Oh, they need a rebuild." Like they yep. want a flag. It's a year list and management, half ago. and Geelong yeah. are the best Wake at it, up. and that's why they get my whole lot. Yeah, you should be you should be classed as as topping up before you get classed as rebuilding. Yeah. I hate mm. to say it because it, you you've got the biggest grin on your face, like a dickhead. Oh, I wasn't even smiling yet. Yeah. Oh, 
Look just, at it. But how many have they won bigger? Like, shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that coach of theirs. They've won great. a lot more than the Lions in the last cool. 20 but years. So, yeah. So, just Lingy shedding light on how... Just shedding light. Well, and and it brings it to light. And it makes me go, you know what? He's right. Fair he's ugly, point. but he's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is. Probably the ugliest bloke in footy. I'll tell you However, what. Have you looked in the mirror? Look. <laughs> listen, mate. Um, my holo is also from the Cats game. And it's Jezza kicking that barrel. Oh, yeah. After yeah. the siren. From, Holy shit. From the bench almost. Yeah, it was unreal. On the, like, yeah, right on the fucking pocket. And and the, the fan angles, have you seen those come through? Yeah, unreal. So just all these people in their seats videoing it, and you see every single angle of it. It was the beaut- most beautiful kick I've ever seen. Yeah. So good. It was yeah. sweet. Um, yeah, that was really good, mate. Now, some more highlight. Look, there's like I said, there's a collective, so I'll give them all light mentions. Jeremy Howe's hanger was unreal. The Who's barrel on was the fence now. The barrel was in there. No, I've ended on one. Don't worry about that. Um, the welcome to country by Richmond yeah. just set the tone for the whole damn weekend. And every that was year, mate. So special. Every year they worked it? on that for a matter of months. Apparently, they just rehearsed it every now and then. So, so who was in there? Matty Parker. Awesome. I think Matt Parker was, was in there. Fellas, and then yeah. um, the entire no, but team. like but yeah. the guys that weren't playing. So I know Marlon Pickett because he was suspended. Oh, yeah. oh okay, was right yeah. in there as well. Matt Parker was well, another he one. He their jersey too. It was unreal. Yeah, it, it was sick. Um, mm. But I, I settled on the little nab Oz kicker. <laughs> if you what haven't seen jet. him, I, I can't I can't relay exactly what he did and what he said. But he had um he had Haim in, in his stitches. He was um, the funniest bloke. He couldn't control it, and he was just an outspoken kid mm. that just loved life. And you would just be proud as punch seeing a young fella He's, speak to someone he yeah. doesn't even know with that sort of um. Charisma, um, he, yeah, he and, was hilarious, and just mate, he was. He, just, he spoke about his twin sisters. Yeah, the break up. Yeah. <laughs> bro- the bloke well, boys broke up one, with his twin sister, <laughs> and he broke up. He broke up with the wrong sister. <laughs> He's well, definitely, uh, I reckon, in the popular mate, kids at school, eh? And like hilarious. the beauty of it is, it's just something the AFL do so well. Yeah, like, mm. is is if if you're a parent watching that, you want your kid to have a chance to go and be an Oz kicker at that stadium because it's just a great little highlight package for them. If you're a kid yourself sitting at home and you know you're an Oz kicker and you watch that kid on TV, it makes you want to be that kid. Um, it just opens up all the opportunities and encourages kids to keep playing our sport yep. and there's a lot of other sports out there that do not do it at all, mate. at all, let alone as well. So, yep. yeah, it's awesome. Lowlights. Uh, I'll kick this one off. Um the so-called champion data labelling Sam Switkowski an elite forward. Yeah, it's fact. <clears throat> but he's chicken wing. <laughs> but, but, like, that's a crack at champion data. But, um, yeah, he's chicken wing on Genovan. Not yeah. a good look. Not a good look. Not as bad as Judd's. Judd tried to rip his fucking arm off. Is this two low lots in one? No. No, it's, well, he's up it's Sam Switkowski. Yeah, I'm up champion data's elite forward, Sam Switkowski. Mm. So, yeah. Um, good one. Yeah, just pretty poor. The trial's going on at the moment. I reckon it'll be about two weeks. That's so my for guess. the chicken wing. For yeah, for the chicken the wing. The chicken wing is like, like the trial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chicken wing. But uh, yeah, champion data. It was shit house act though. Yep. It's like what can't someone hit him head on? They keep trying to dog him. Poor old Jackie boy. Because he just he's smiles a, he, at him. He might nearly be one of my boys, Nev. He's up. There. Oh, he's a because he's yeah. Uh, all right, like my low light is Flocks the cat Nev. You'd be happy with this. Um, High and low. Yeah, no, it's the cats, it's always not Jeremy cats. Cameron. It's not, but yeah, it they go in two weeks in a row without a recognised ruckman. It's disgraceful. They don't it, have it's one why on the you books. can't win a premiership. Well, they do. They've Who? got like three of them. Who? Stanley injured. Injured. Sabaradigalia injured. Toby Conway. 
Who the fuck yeah. is Toby Conway? The one that they picked up in That's the fucking draft. That's what Asaba is still saying. And he, he sounds like and a he convict. dominated in the VFL. Well, you'll probably sell him to Brisbane too then. So anyway. Yeah, Fort's going well up there, by <laughs> anyway, the way. Um, <laughs> they go in without a ruck- Ruckman again. And they had like four or five players rotating through the spot. Fucking their defence. They had Tom Stewart rucking yeah. in stages. Just Sam Lacone had to come up and ruck in stages. Just put Blitz in Blixars did most of it, Just but these other there. guys all had to jump in and fucking try and ruck. But it is laughable that you... It's one thing you guys, when you come to your uh, recruitment and or your, uh, I suppose, topping well, up, is you forever and a day will never back a youngster to come through as well, a ruckman. Well, they need to because and, they've got yeah, two. Agree. They've got... Conway and Shannon Neal, who kicked five goals as well as rucking in the VFL wow. on the weekend. And if you, if you free yeah, up, if you exactly, free up a bloke like a utility like Blitzarves to play elsewhere on your ground, rather mm-hmm. than constantly having to utilise him in the ruck, my God, the things that he could do as an intercept marking backman, whatever, like you mm-hmm. name it, Blitz will do it. The Cats don't play youngsters, so they got no they chance. They do, but they have this year. They they Mids. will these guys if they don't if one of them doesn't yeah, play this week they'll get two do? games each do? then get put in put back in the I'm not going to do anything but I'll be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> okay Milo Light we're rambling a little bit too much yeah, here um, Milo Light was Waller's retirement um, it's sort of oh, it's yeah. mini highlight as well Tipper. just because of how brilliant oh. sorry yeah Anthony so you're talking Donald about Lockie Waller so no what? Waller Waller they yeah. call him Waller um, look just. It was it was awesome the way in which it was done and portrayed for the public to see and filmed and so that was really really cool and it was kind of a highlight to be able to watch how it gets done, but and how he spoke was incredible. Yeah. Um, but the low light was just that he's having to give away a career um, due to his own decision, obviously. That just means so so much to him and it was just genuinely emotional watching him um, with his retirement speech as yep. well spoken as he was his first dream was an actually an education a really good education and his second dream was to follow his love of AFL footy and his mum helped enable that and it was a bloody awesome speech if you haven't seen it look it up because it's sweet to look at yep. um, just an incredible inside view and obviously we sorely missed by a couple of lads there that were extremely emotional watching him retire but that was my low light just sad to see such absolute stars of our game that just he was only here for six six years, probably his career span, six or seven years. But since um, the drug he was an inspiring, he, he was an inspiring player and top up player for the Dons. Well, yeah, I think he was initially. He was, so. uh, and it's just always sad to see such inspiring blokes have to leave the game maybe before they're due. Yep. Uh, all right, Neville's news. Keeping it quick here, boys. Um, danger, calf, two, three weeks. He needs a conditioning block before he returns. What a cop out. Get off the pies, mate. You're fat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom Lynch. Nuclear Nev's back. That's a cop out. A conditioning block. Wow. Going to rehab. Rehab your fucking calves because you're overweight. <laughs> And then return. Tom Lynch, <laughs> about three weeks with a hemi. That's big in the Coleman because he was leading or is leading. Three weeks without that. That's why Kerno's a favourite. And uh, probably the only other main one is Timmy English is back. Probably going to be back for the dogs. So That's should give them. that midfield good use again. I know he sort of rotates, but he is their number one ruckman now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, they're the main good, ones. He might get Norton loose too. Uh, yeah, I think second. so. And, oh, this week he's back? This week he's back. When they Ooh. play against the Eagles, the worst defence against big motherfuckers. Holy shit. Yep. 
That's good. The good thing is he should be good to go too because he's actually been available for three weeks. He's just had two weeks of illness. Yeah, he's bankrupt. So, COVID. Yeah, of course it is. Um, but yeah, no, that is a big That's one. That's a cop um, too. They're a top four side, Western Bulldogs, if they keep the skates on and he gets mm. back involved. So for me, anyway, I've still got him in there for a top four finish. So um, Tom Lutch, what's he... Only a week. Is that what you said? Three. He's oh, hamstrung, mate. Yeah. He's hamstrung. Yeah, hamstring. but I thought that they said he... No, Cripper came back. About, about three, mate. I thought Scans revealed that he was going to be... Oh, no, it'll, okay. be, it'll be about three weeks. Okay. Oh, because... So, no, that's why. It'll end up being got, after buys. Well, he's got a buy. So it's one week, buy, but then Probably another week, yeah. They'll rest one more, but yeah. All right, but um, he's relevant for Coleman, let's be frank. Kerno... Well, obviously, he's, fa- he's leading. No, Charlie no, Kerno is oh, But he was leading. Well, if Kerno kicks semi. another three or four in the next two weeks, big catch-up mode there. So. Yep. Mm. Yeah, if it is if it is three games out, it's probably really only two because Kerno obviously has to have a bye as well. Um, but two games, the way Kerno's kicking them, jeez. Yeah, which hemi was it, do you know, left or right? I don't know. Doesn't, no. Does it really matter? Well, it does because like one will be his kicking leg, so, well, and he likes to roost leg. them pretty big. So, um, yeah. All right, sweet, tough. mate. Mm. Keeping it relevant. Yep. All right, boys, it's time to get in our vote count. And at the end of the vote count, we're going to go through our bars top 10 as a collective. And then we're going to hit the Phantom. Uh, he's got some juicy stuff that he says you need to hang around for. So, who wants to kick off round one? Oh. oh, it's not round one. Game one. For the <laughs> I'll go. I'll go for the first game of the round, buds. Thanks, mate. Um, my three votes went to Blake we just spoke about, Charlie Kernow. Now, Ty won't give me three votes because he only touched the ball 11 times. But uh, when you kick six goals and you're p- pretty much the reason why your team won, uh, yep, you're getting it. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. Simple. Yeah. Look, I didn't want to give Kernan the votes um, because he kicked five in the first half and one in the second. But he just looked strong. The The pump was up and he gets three votes. Did that hurt game. you to give? Yeah, it did. <laughs> a lot. The, did you say the pump the was pump, up? The pump yeah, was up. It is fucking awesome. Oh, the, the, it is awesome. Pythons. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, Charlie got my three as well. Beauty. Sorry, mate, I didn't get what that was relating <clears> to. <throat> so, my two votes uh, went to Sam Walsh, boys. Got the ball 34 times. A lot of handballs, yes, um, but just prolific ball winner. I think he was the leading on the ground um, and led the team when Cripper had a bit of a quiet day. I think Mills went to Cripper early uh, in the first half and just shut him down a bit, which hurt Mills as well. Um, but, yeah, Walsh got off the chain a little bit. Yep. Uh, Walsh got mine as well, mate. Two votes to Sam. Uh, George Hewitt got my two votes and it was for that exact reason you just flagged there, Nev. Too many handballs from Walshy for me to notice him as much as I noticed Hewitt. Um, and also the tackles there. Hewitt, seven to Walsh's four. So, yeah. put him over the line for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Hewitt did have only two more handballs, but okay. Um, Walsh, mate. Hewitt, only, Hewitt had... Two less. Carry on, who's your one, continue. mate? Whatever. Four less, mate. Luke, Luke Parker. Luke Parker, mate. Got my one vote. <laughs> um, kicked a goal again. Nine marks to go along with seven tackles. So he was very noticeable. Umpire blew the whistle a lot when he was around the ball, either in hand from a mark or making a tackle. So, uh, yeah, Luke Parker got my one. Yeah, look, he does it every single year, Luke. He's uh, Just one and two votes here and I'd there. be happy for you to tell me that he's one of my boys, mate. Um, I love we him. We know he's your boy. And, uh, yeah, he gets... A vote there. You'd park right up on him too, wouldn't yep. you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luke right here, mate. It's Bards' turn. You be quiet. Well, Sam Walsh got my one vote. Unfortunately, yep. Park's missed out because of it. 
All right, next game, boys. Cats Port. Now, uh, pretty happy that it went this way. I was quiet at the start because I didn't want to take the first game. I sorted you this sneaky out. Sneaky bastard. Sneaky motherfucker. Anyway, it was anyone's game at half time. Yeah, but then the Cats just said, you know what? Oh, they were better early as well. In the first quarter, there was about six behinds. Who did kicked. you give votes to, mate? We're not uh, after a match summary. Aren't you? Well, I'll give you one. Uh, look, Tom Stewart was best on ground for me. I thought he was outstanding yet again. 27 touches, eight marks, um, just patrolling as he does, setting up play. Find that interesting. Jeremy Cameron was best on for me. Um, influenced the game all day. 24 disposals for a key forward. That's going all right. And three goals, one to go with it. Along with a barreling torque Yeah, bugs. and a very memorable barrel. That's yep. a day out. And uh, he was 100% the best on ground. I don't know what Ty's smoking. Yeah, Jezza's uh, two votes for me, fellas. He was uh, he was very good. Just outshone by Tom. Doesn't mean shit. Um, Cam Guthrie got the two votes for me. His biggest game of the year. Now, yeah, look, 38 disposals. Simple. I'm just rewarding the hunter and gatherer on this one. 38 disposals. Very noticeable. Yeah, I'm actually rewarding a port play here for the two. Um, it's a bloke that had 30 disposals and 23 of them were kicks to go along with 11 marks as well. Very noticeable. That's Dan Houston, mate. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Kane Farrell was actually the best for Port Adelaide. Um, he, wow, when he got the footy, I didn't know who he was the first time. He just gets a little handball outside 50 and bombs it through. Then he does it again off his left boot and then he drills one to Robbie Gray. He just kept popping up for all these really important moments for Port Adelaide. And, uh, yeah, good. I thought he was, was good. good player, yeah. Fair enough. I couldn't find him, boys. I couldn't find a Port bloke in there from a top three. I thought um, your mate Tom Stewart there was better than all of them as well for one vote. Yeah, um, Cam Guthrie got my one vote. Just pure bulk pill. Very good. Cool. On my way, boys. We must have... Dog sons, mate. Dog sons. So, Ty flagged this in temp check, I think, two weeks ago. That hold your hats with uh, the Western Bulldogs and Marcus Bontempelli because these next three games he gets on a run against teams that he loves to dominate and he did dominate the Gold Coast Suns and he got my three votes so uh, good temp check there Tybo I will be well and truly keeping an eye on that guy if these markets come out for top ten yep uh, this is almost a coin toss for me eh? um, I actually lent a different way and I went with yeah, Bailey Smith mate it's fair. It's flashy. and mate it, honestly. Like, Bont may get it just because of... Three goals to go with his... Who he is, mate, yeah. But Bailey Smith with the 34 disposals. And he always has more kicks, too. So you always see him breaking away. The flowing mullet. Yeah. Kicked a goal. He just just got it for me. Is it a high high free kick if you grab that mullet? Well, well if it's it slapping be. in your face and you just grab it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just pull it to you. But it's not it's his above head. the shoulders, mate. But it's, well, his isn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, look, so I did in the temp check. I, I spoke about Bontempelli and I spoke about Bailey Smith, who both in these next three games, corresponding last year, went yeah. apeshit. And they both just lit it up again. I don't like giving you a big head, but mate, your temp check has been it's on fire. huge. I'm not going to lie. All right, um, Smith got my two votes. That's simple. Oh, I didn't tell you. Bontempelli got my oh, three. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Bont got my two. Disgusting beer, isn't it? It's too early to review, but no, the other trash. one that you gave me just uh, Bailey Smith gets my two fellas. He was unreal. Another goal. Excellent, Bailey Smith. Yeah, one vote was a little bit tougher. Uh, I don't think you guys are going to agree with me on this, but I just thought this bloke had a stellar game, and I saw his little red head everywhere, and it was Ed Richards. 
He Absolute blinder in defence. Cut off a lot of ball movement. So he gets one for me in a vote that I don't really think is going to matter too much to mm. us. Yeah. He he almost got it for me too, Buds. But I gave it, and I know you'll hate this, but I gave it to the Rising Star winner this week. And Joel Jeffrey, Mate, Indigenous rounds. Um, kicked five goals, ten disposals, five marks. He just lit it up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he but, lit it up. And look, they, and they at do, the end of the day, the Indigenous boys are in the spotlight for the week. Exactly right, mate. And as like, the games get and played. And he got the Rising Star Award in that as well. So, in my opinion, I just thought, well, this is the round that highlights their ability and how good they are and how much they offer to the game. Fair play. And being a young player who's kicked a bag. Kicked five. Yeah, yep. exactly, mate. Yeah. I'll, I'll just give him the one vote. Yep. No, I looked at Richard's bards and he hit the criteria for, for the votes. So I did you give him? I didn't. Because oh, because you rushed your own and, criteria. And because, you can't do because, that. Because, as you said, it's a vote that doesn't mean anything. He's not going to win a Brownlow or affect it. Neither is this bloke uh, who had a blinder in his first game. It's Joel Jeffrey. Kick one over his well, head, It's not mate. his first game, mate. Or his, his He's played fuck. a few. In his kick rising one, star nomination game. I could have backheeled the bastard. It'd be just as special. No, well... It wasn't that good. No. The one mm. over but the head. Uh, he love one over the head, don't they? They do. <laughs> they do. Alrighty. You're up, Nev. I am up. Uh, North Dees. North actually put up a bit of a fight here um, for a little while. Dees, once again, didn't get out of first gear. Um, I don't know who's going to beat them, but... Do you reckon they can? No one. Get out of first? Yeah. Well, they had to in the third, in the fourth, because it was a little, getting a little bit nervous when it yeah. got to within 15 points. And then look what happened. They win by almost 50, so... Mm. Um, Clayton Oliver, 45 disposals. Tackles, marks, did everything except scored a goal. Three votes. Probably gets should have the two and the one as well. Yep. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he was dominant. Clanger Oliver is right up and about. He's not clanging this year, yep. mate. Yep. Just um, another bloke, unfortunately, couldn't get a hit out, boys. So um, <laughs> he got the three votes easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, his mate, track, um, the Ferrari. Haven't really brought up the Ferrari much this year. Haven't spoke about cars at all. But, no, uh, most, Dylan too Shield many, broke down. Too many have been in the garage. <laughs> that might have Yanger, been season two. We might have to bring out something new. But tracker mate, um, thirty disposals. Yeah, what can I say? Yes, I think he was definitely behind Oliver, but above the rest mm. by a fair margin too. To be honest, still yeah. got his tires on the tracker. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, four Glad goal assists. <laughs> four goal assists for track, and uh, those two were clearly best on ground. Yep. And the third one was tough. Yep. Yep. But track got the two easy. Um, this one could have gone to anybody. I don't think any other demons really did too much. To be honest, um, there's about four Kangas I could have given it to. Um, I settled for LDU in the midfield. I think he battled hard all day, mate. No, uh, he was a bit of a bull in there and tried to put him put the Kangas on on his back and like oh, that's a fucking heavy weight to carry. But um, yeah, he got my one vote, mate. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you read exactly what I've written down here. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I said that LDU is the best of the ruse. Pretty good game. No other D was a standout. Yeah. Oh, well, so, there you go. Core and Scott oh, yeah. were good for. Well, the Kangas too. I'll give you my. This is a. I'll give you my uh, my little write up. Uh, was no other D stood out. Mix of the Kangas, but Luke McDonald. Oh. Hair related. Of course, he went with the defender. Hair related. Hair related was way more noticeable, and kicked the ball more than D- LDU. So, and I'm just looking at my stats now. Twenty two kicks, to eleven. And defender midfielder. Okay, fair enough. Noticeable. 
Mm. I don't, I'm not talking about his mullet, clearly, mate. You've got hair mm. elsewhere, mate. <laughs> yeah. Saw him a lot. Whose turn? What is going on tonight? Saints, Saints Crows. Oh, beard, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Saints Jesus. Crows. He's now, always worried about downstairs. This bloke, go, mate. Uh, this bloke stood out uh, like nuts on a dog this game, fellas. 200 Still games. in the groin area. 200th game. <laughs> Loves it. Right? 30 touches. Run and carry was outstanding. It's Indigenous round, and uh, Brad Hill just embraced it, didn't he? he? He went crazy. Very good game from him. Fair enough. I didn't have him. I had a, another... Yeah, oi, this is a bloody hard game, by the way. I've got that written. Hardest game of the lot. Yeah, not bloody I've got three hard, bloody hard game, but I've um, got three that could have got Hardest game of the lot, and I went with Brad Crouch. I'm just loving his footy this year at the moment, and I'm noticing him... A lot more. So, he kicked a goal as well. So, hitting the scoreboard's a big thing. But, um, yeah, 31 disposals and featured heavily in the score involvements with nine led the ground. Um, this bloke probably won't get the three, but I thought he was the difference on the teams. And uh, that's Max King. I know he barely touched it, but he kicked a bag of six. And, uh, yeah, they only won by about 20 points. So, yeah, I just... I went with him for the three. He barely touched it. I know right. he barely He's touched it, mate. nowhere near the votes for I'm me. I'm just telling Jack you. Jack Sinclair did touch it a lot. Most on the ground. Had 22 kicks. He's got a terrible shit haircut. It's only because you so can't he gets grow two any. votes. Fair enough, mate. My two <laughs> votes went to Jack Sinclair as well. I demoted Ben King here, but you'll find Jack Sinclair got my two votes. Your one. Yeah, no. My no. two votes. Oh, sorry. Tie started. Yep. Just calm, uh, calm down. And uh, and I had Ben King Keys with the one vote. Oh, um, can you repeat that? Ben Keys. Yep. <laughs> uh, he dominated clearances. Had twenty-seven touches. Also has a shit haircut. Um, although he's good. I had Ben King for one vote. Six goals is enough. And the yeah. biggest thing was he did it throughout the game, not all in the one quarter. He kicked so. four in the last half. Yeah, so. two a, two a piece in the third yep. and fourth. So. Yeah. Uh, my one vote went to your boy Brad Hill there, mate. He was yeah, unreal. Really good game from him. My boy. Turn back to clock. He did, yeah. Is he one of your boys too, Ty? He's Apparently. just labelled him. He, well, yep. he's not anymore. Well, it was his three vote boy this okay, week? Okay, uh, I'm up. Richmond fellas, very easy here. Well, not really. Who they <laughs> play? I shouldn't say that. It's easy based on my criteria. All right. So, pretty much Darcy Paris challenged head and shoulders here for best on. But the winning team was Richmond, and <clears throat> Dion Presti was their best, and won the medal for the best on ground. He did. So yeah, he got my three votes. He did win the medal. Uh, didn't win my medal, though. Um, I gave my three votes to Liam Baker. Um, I thought that mullet, I thought he was he was unreal on the weekend. I think it's the best game he's played this year, in my opinion. Best um, game he's played, but you're off your head, aren't you? Yeah, we'll, we'll see, mate. We'll see. What's the name of the medal they won? Nev, I'm know? not sure on that uh, one, mate. Nah, it's the... Oh, look, I'll get this wrong. No, I don't you understand. Don't say. <laughs> no, it... Can, um, is it... It's very similar to like the Yiki Yuki yeah. medal. Yeah, close. Like I've got it wrong, but it's I haven't very, heard it. Very, very... I haven't heard it for a while. I'm remembering that from it. last year, but yeah. I can't remember. So that, that's the one that Darcy Parrish won Yuki? last year. Yo, Yuki. I'll get it wrong. I know I've got it wrong. Parrish won that last year in the in this clash. Yoki Yuki. In a losing team. However, Correct. he doesn't win it this year in the losing team. But far out, he likes to turn it up when it's a big game where there's a medal When there's line. a medal, it can go around his neck. Doesn't he? Yeah. 45 touches, um, or 43 touches. Prestia, though, uh, yeah. was outstanding. He won the medal, and he was best on ground. 
Yeah. And the difference is too, Parrish, yeah, 43 disposals, but don't take for granted that Prestia didn't just get 30 and play well. He got 36, so that's huge too. Mm. It's, it's only a few disposals. Hit the scoreboard? And um, 24 handballs from Parrish, boys. Like, you know I don't like it. Um, kick the fucking thing, Darcy. Christ's sake. Um, right. Parish got my two votes, so that's it. Um, well, the Yeukin Award oh, recipient. I wasn't too far off. Yeah, very uh, close. Dion Prestia got my two votes. So, yeah, it was all, it was literally a toss-up between them two. I just went with the mullet. Yeah. Uh, Parish got mine, Buds. You're right, he was outstanding. And thankfully, after your spiel, Nev, I was actually worried I left him out of the votes, but I didn't. Liam Baker got one vote for me. Yeah. Um, Parish got my one vote, just... Bulk pill. What do you get? Forty-five disposals. Or Forty-three, something? I think. And you just you can't it's, like it's a dustpan, boys. Liam Baker gets me one. There you go. Excellent. Pretty good, fellas. Not bad. Cooked up Not a bad. storm. Uh, <clears throat> I'll go. Much with... harder season for sweeps this year, yeah. It seems, seems like it. Oh, mm. we get a few. Well, me and you do. Yeah. This vlog over here doesn't. It's not a fucking sweep if it's between two of you. Right, well, it, it is for two of us. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, just shut your mouth, would you? <laughs> Giants, Eagles, Stephen Coniglio finally got to run the guts. Finally got three votes. What a fucking surprise. See that, Leon? Remember that when you go to your next club and don't fuck it up. Is, this, is his name Stephen? Stephen Coniglio. Oh, it was just Cogs. It's anyway, nuclear all night. He was dominant, Cogs. Yeah, because uh, he played as a midfielder. Surprising Three that. goal assists. Perfection. Cogs got three. We're on here, boys. Um, Probably uh, someone who's never got a vote before, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and that's old James Peatling. Kicked three goals... Had 23 disposals and 11 marks as well. Just great game from him, and I reckon he snapped up the two votes. Yep. I thought he played really well as well, Nev, but um, no name. Name might hurt him, yeah. Didn't give him a Fair. vote. I've gone Perry Man. Now, uh, he's, I'm pretty sure he's rated Don't elite, isn't he? With, Perry with that, that bullshit. Would be. Doesn't take much to be elite. True, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I thought he scored 30 touches, 16 contested, um, 10 score involvements, kicked a goal. I reckon he's been one of their best players. He's improved. Season, Most improved this year. Um, I'm with you, Nev. I uh, I understand he's not a name, but you don't you don't not get noticed as a non-name when you're <laughs> kicking three goals. And he actually led the ground for score involvements. James Peatling with 14. That's huge. Yeah. That's a day feasted. Yeah. Imagine what happens when they're all playing their positions. Holy hell. Um, Josh Kelly got my one vote. Um, tackling machine actually. And, uh, yeah, played a bit of a sidekick to Cogs, but I reckon he'll get uh, a single vote in this game. Yeah, I've gone JK as well, mate. He was outstanding. Oh, I have also, Nev. So that is a little two-man uh, sweep, sweep there, Ty, just to uh, <laughs> back up our evidence. Uh, little brush. Right. All right. Very good. Now I've got Hawks-Lions next. How does this happen? Get uh, Hawks, uh, the Lions and the Cats. Now... This was a good game. It was a great game. And I said to you guys, straight away, I said it was a brilliant game to watch. Um, Not because of the results, but because it was a fucking hard contest, wasn't it? it was good. Like, every hit was... Tough. Outstanding. It looked like something from the 80s. Look at the goal, like, the total score. 117-912. That is... Oh, I thought that was a free kick count. There would have been some bruised (laughs) bodies. Oh, don't get me started. Come on, on with the votes. Yeah, on with sorry, the votes. Mate, sorry. Yeah, I thought you wanted to. Come on, mate. Recap. Jesus. Uh, so I've gone with Tom Mitchell there. Fucking pay peanuts, you get monkeys. <laughs> 36 uh, disposals and a goal. Uh, he led tackles, led contested footy, led clearances. Titch is back. Yeah, all right. Not bad, mate. He's in there. He's there about. He's wrong, but, though, isn't he, but John Newcomb was better than him. Um, and it's due to his bloody hair flowing. Like, I, don't, I 
never seen a year with hair like it that's proving vote getters because of it. But he was also tough as nails, and it's probably actually the best game I've ever seen him play. So, yeah. Became favourite in the Rising Star for a reason here. So he got it's 100%, mate, because he had a best on-ground performance. <laughs> John Newcomb. Yeah, mate. Uh, he was good, but he wasn't that good. He got two votes um, because, yeah, he was unreal. Cool. But, um, <laughs> he, by the way, he led clearances. He led inside 50s. Oh, I was going to say. That. I was and, trying to fucking quicken this and up. And he led score involvements. Now, my second best on ground, I actually didn't rate Tom Mitchell second best on ground. I gave it to Daniel oh. Rich from the Lions. He was instrumental in them almost pulling it off, and I just thought he was unreal. So, Richie, yeah, pulled the trigger on nearly everything that the Lions created, so he got my two votes. I'll give my two votes to Tom Mitchell there, I think, yeah, one of his best games this year, I think. It was, yeah. Now Coming I've, off a rest. I've gone with, did he get arrested? He got rested last week, mate. He didn't play the week before. <laughs> what, what was the crime? <laughs> What's that? Uh, what was the crime? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Now, uh, Jared Lyons gets the Some one for me, fellas. The bar tie. Um, 32 touches, had seven tackles, nine clearances. He led those as well uh, with with Newcomb and Titch. Both had the same stats pretty much, but uh, Lyons I thought was good. Tom Mitchell got my one vote. Easy. Jared Lyons got my one vote. All right. Good. Prio right. pies, mate. Last game, game of the round, fellas. Best on ground in this one was Jack Crisp for me. Um, hard at it all day. He always is. Uh, this also, boys, just quickly, it proved to me why um, the tools are, are costly in wet conditions for um, Frio. Leading disposals in this game, top four, all at 30 and above, were all Frio players, and yet they couldn't convert on the scoreboard. So to me, I'm not concerned about it. They're getting plenty of the pill. They Doing just can't capitalise on the scoreboard, right? But anyway, Jack Crisp, back to him. 27 disposals, a goal, five tackles. Beast mode was Collingwood's best. Who was that, Buds? Jack Crisp. Crisp. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Got my three <laughs> votes too. I was worried after that lovely, confident rant that I'd stuffed up. <laughs> Got my three votes too, mate. Um, had to give it to them because they dominated the game. Um, I agree. Yeah. Jack Crisp gets the votes. Excellent. Now, this this will come under a little bit of scrutiny, but at the end of the day, uh, he, he's a little bit of a live wire, this guy, when he kicks straight. And that's Ollie Henry. Four goals, one. 13 disposals, five marks, but he was the uh, second biggest reason Collingwood won the game. And it's by a margin, so I'm not giving more than one vote to a Freo player. Nah, mate. Brody will get two votes. Fair will. enough. Will, yeah, Brody will. will get two votes. He uh, will. 36 disposals, kicked a goal, six tackles. Mate, the guy was everywhere. It's probably the best game of his career. Yeah, I thought he was very good again. And he, he's just gathering pill. Yeah. I feel bad for Brody. Doesn't mean shit, mate. He doesn't make my top three. You're a And shit. it doesn't mean shit because he was unlucky. Yeah, because you're completely wrong. Unlucky. But I think... <laughs> Put I think a can if, on it. I think <laughs> a few people can? failed to see the biggest man on the ground gather 44 hit-outs and 21 disposals. And so I just lent his way with one. Can? There'll be no can on this, my friend. because you get Brody was pretty good. Brody was fucking unreal. Monday was good too, mate. There was plenty of them having a crack. Monday was outstanding. Yeah. Fuck, he looked good in there. Um, Oliver Henry, one vote. Can't get past it, mate. Um, there are only th- four blokes that kick multiple goals in this, and three of them had two. He had four. Unreal. Mm. Sweet. And, and he only played for bloody two and a half quarters as well. Just is a super sub. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That um, is a that's a I definition of a super sub. I didn't have him. I had Sean Darcy as well. Big, big mother, f- big unit. Trucker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really good player. <laughs> All right, boys. That wraps our votes up. Um, so. We're going to get into a couple of things off our vote counts here. Now, the first thing's going to be our bars top 
10. Beauty. So, Tybo, mate, you've got the top 10 in front of you there for us as a collective. Yeah, mate. So we're just going to literally read these out for all the listeners at home to jot them down if you're interested in it. Hopefully these markets, as we keep saying, it's like a broken record. But if they come out in the next couple of weeks, you're already going to have our top 10 written down if you are a listener. Get on We will not be releasing these on our socials. So we just like to really reward the listeners more often than not. We'll throw a few things on the socials as we go along throughout the year, but not everything. So this is our top 10 currently, mate. What do you got there? All right, here we go. We've got Paddy Cripps and Lockie Neal. Clayton Oliver, Andrew Brayshaw, Christian Petraka, Darcy Parrish, Bailey Smith, Tuke Miller, Callum Mills, and Jeremy Cameron rounding it out. Jezza Cameron in the 10. That's right, mate. Wow. Very good. All right. So, from that, now, in discussions with the Phantom Boys, he's been hitting me up pretty heavily to, <laughs> to get a run here. A couple of things he wants to take out of our top 10, which we've flicked through to him. He wanted to analyse with a few market movers. Now... The two biggest movers that are currently in our top 10, uh, according to the Phantom, is Callum Mills, who's come from $26 into 13, and Clayton Oliver, who's gone from 12s into 6 in the last two weeks. So I guess what he's saying is, you know, they're already in our top 10, entrenched in there for us at the moment. Yep. Those names alone, Callum Mills, Clayton Oliver, speak top 10 to us, don't they? Would we agree? 100%, mate. Um, One of them speaks top 3. Callum Mills, 13. Oliver, $6. I guess the, the movement there is enough. The Phantom says that if you like them, if you individually at home there like them and you think that they can take the world by storm in coming weeks and actually win it, there's no time like the present to jump on them. Okay, You cannot be waiting any longer or they're going to shorten or halve the current price. So need to be getting on Mills or Oliver if you like what they're doing. Now, two biggest movers in our top 10 that have blown out. Okay, I tried to find two, but I couldn't. Now, Fandom says, clearly, the top 10 starting to settle Yep. if there's hardly any blowing out, right, that are already in there. But the one that's blown out is actually Darcy Parrish. 15s out to 34s. Holy crap. So, crazy to be at 34s after a game like he had on the weekend with 43 disposals. Because his team's a pile so just shit. wants to notify. <laughs> just, yeah. And look, that's you're probably spot on. I'm fucking both of So, I mean, I, I know we probably don't think he can win the Brownlow medal. But that said, you've got to remember that with some markets at the moment, you're getting a third of that dividend yeah. for him to finish top three. If you like what he's doing, if he can go 40 plus every... Couple of weeks he's from here, he's going to get in. more votes. A few medals coming up. Mm. Um, he just says it's one that's blown out. That's probably well beyond his odds. Well, he's only five be. votes behind for us. Okay, there you go. Behind so the leader. Sweet, good, good insight. So if you like what he's doing as well, just you know, don't forget about him. He's out. You know, he's in our top ten currently. So there's no reason he can't. Um, okay. He also wants to flag here guys that have climbed inside one hundred dollars that started well outside one hundred dollars. Just says, keep an eye on these guys when these top 20s, top 10 markets release. Um, there's a reason they're coming inside the top 100. Max Gorn's moved from $151 into 51. Josh Dunkley, 151 into 81. Still Ooh. 81 bucks. Yeah, Rory Laird, boys, 151 into 81. Mm. Shy Bolton, 201 into 81. Like, you're looking at Laird, Dunkley probably in particular from a bar perspective, aren't we, that, that we rate highly um, as prolific vote-getters. To win they're the at 80, Well, they're at 81s. No, well, that's this is the thing. They're at 81s still just just to, to win. 
which means they're paying more but when the market's coming out to 10s and Top 20, top 10. He's saying, mm. keep an eye on these guys. They're at that now. So if the top 20, top 10 market gets released in a week, get on them there while they're there. Because once they play one potentially one more game, they're not mm. going to offer what they're going to offer well, top 10, Dun- top 20. Dunkley's in our 20 at the moment. Well, mate, Dunkley goes 30 plus. Laird goes 30 plus in one more round. And these fixtures with uh, these odds... Oh, sorry. These bloody odds for top 20, top 10 were to be released in a week. Then you need to be getting on that top 20, top 10 market for these mm. kind of guys. Yep, early. Before they play another game of footy. Well, you as soon get, as they're released, you're on. You want to get on them early too, because when those markets come out, they are going to get smashed. Laird and Dunkley. There are so many Laird people. Dunkley for top 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laird. To be 81 to win it, they at, could, at they the could moment, still be, you know. Seven, at the moment, eight, Laird's seven, only got four seven. votes for us. Yeah. After 10 rounds. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, fair. So he's worrying. So out of them, let's talk them, Tybo. Mm. Well, you've got it there, mate. Who is who is up there right now? Out of Gorn, Dunkley, Laird, Bolton. Gorn. Gorn is inside our 20 at the moment. He's uh, on eight votes. Um, Dunkley is just in the 20 with seven. And then Laird is uh, outside with four votes. And how far outside's Laird? Uh, well, he's got four. Oh, yep. so, and did you mention Jaden Short as well? The, the no, 20 sorry. Is at you seven. mentioned Shea Bolton, didn't you? Yeah, and Shea's on seven as well. Yeah, yep. so he's pretty... So short. So those two are, sorry, how far outside the top 20? Uh, four votes, so that's okay. uh, four, five, six, yeah, seven, right. three right. votes outside the 20. So, so for us at the, the bar, they're the lesser chances to make your top 20s if that market gets released, but Gorn Dunkley? Yeah. Dunkley they're and Gorn currently are currently in, in our moment. top 20, so... Uh, Jaden Short's just out. Uh, so Shea Bolton's just Shea, out. Yeah. Shea Bolton. Perfect. Hmm. Very good. Okay, boys, it is time to get into our next six teams... And who their leader is going to be come season's end. So, to kick us off, I believe we've got Geelong first up, Nev. Yeah, for our six teams. So, Geelong boys. Yeah, mate. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what we've got here. So, at the moment, Jeremy Cameron is out in front with us, okay? So, um, we have, between the three of us, he's got 28 votes. Between the three of us. So, yep. divided by three. Right? Yep. I'm just going to tell you our numbers. 28. Next is Tom Stewart with 15, Danger with 13, um, and so on. What are yep. our thoughts here, boys? Far out. Dangerous, Who would have thought the Cats would be fun, such a hard market? They have been every year. Um, danger's no good. It doesn't look dangerous, like it. I'm real but you've danger got, you've got Jeremy Cameron on an average of seven votes there. Yep. You've got Tom Stewart on an average of five um, votes. He's actually more than that, isn't he? Oh, seven? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nine. Cameron's close. Nine. Just over nine. nine. Just nine. over nine. Apologies. Five for Stewart. My opinion... Um, can Danger beat them? Danger no. can't, but Tom Not Stewart can. Tom can. So can Tom. I think Hawkins will start having a few big games. He hasn't mm. had one yet. Tom Hawkins. So Yeah, Tom Hawkins. Because Jeremy Cameron's fucking done it all well, he's on 11, so far. So. And Tom Hawkins will pick it up. I reckon, yeah, maybe Tom As Stewart. always, we'd love to compare these to this the is, Brownlow, no. uh, to the market currently for the team leaders, but just so everyone's aware, scared. to kick off, we do not have the markets available. So who are we settling on? Tom I'm Stewart. I'm going Jezza. He's been outstanding and just well, the fact that you're on Jezza and me and well, me and you no, well, I'm, I'm I'm 100 on the fence here. I think Jezza could do it too, and he's already got a lead over Tom Stewart, and we've seen Tom Stewart ignored in the past in stellar games just due to being a defender. Yeah. Who who gets he's more Brownlow votes in general? A good defensive game or a gun forwards game? A gun, a gun forward. A gun forward, mm. a gun forward that goes up the ground and gets 24 touches. Twist- I want to know what he's paying. You've twisted my arm. I'm with Jeremy. Cameron. He's 151 to win the Brownlow, mate. So can work Ga- it out yourself. Can Cam Guthrie lift? I think Where he can he? lift. This he's is when poor. he goes. 
did he get votes for all of you tonight? Yeah, he did. He did. No, me too. not me. Okay. He's he's got uh, about but, two and a half votes. But he's had right. two good games in a row now. Mm. And, I and he does it every single. I'm Middle just saying, of out of the midfielders, he's a slow starter. Every single year, and it's usually when a midfielder goes down, whether it be Mitch Duncan or Patrick Dangerfield. Dangerfield, that's when he grabs his opportunity. I think he'll be the roughy, but I'm with you with mm. Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, Jez is my lock. Okay, uh, we're locking Gold Jez. Coast. Now uh, we got Tuke Miller. This is a real tight race. No one's going to beat Tuke. Tuke. Then we've got Noah Anderson. Noah's very popular with the umpires. Only only three votes for him. and uh, Or just over three votes, nearly four. And Matt Rowell is Tuke. straight up. Uh, who am I kidding? It's Tuke. Tuke. It's got to be. There's no Tuke will be the only one that he gets is your boy, three Bart. votes. Yep. He is my boy. He is your boy. And, and it's probably too close to be without. Oh, nice joke. Too close? Oh, I didn't even <laughs> say that. <laughs> um, I think it's too close to be without yeah. Tuke yep. at the moment. But we're with Tuke? Yep. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Uh, Giants. Now this one's always close as well, but um, Josh Kelly is oh, about two votes clear at the moment, uh, in front of Tom Green, and then we've got uh, Cog is coming up his ringer with Taranto. My my thoughts on this is I need to see probably another two or three weeks under the new coach first. Yeah, that's before smart. I'm happy to lock anyone in. Josh Kelly's for me, is a favourite at the moment. But, mate, Cogs all of a sudden gets 36 disposals because he gets to play in the guts. If he gets that the rest of the year, he's taking votes off Josh Kelly every day of the week. Um, if Whitfield comes back and plays the role where he usually forget gets votes... Whit- for me, forget Whitfield. I know you like him. I- I'm 100% off him as far well, as Brown he hasn't got a vote. is concerned. He hasn't got a vote for their year. team. I'm just. I'm not happy on settling on anyone. I need to see two or three weeks under yeah. the new okay. coach. That's, that's very, very that's true, Ned. Personally. Um, yep. At the moment... The way they're playing at the moment, Josh Green, uh, Josh Kelly, is the front runner. Tom Green started really well and has been very quiet. Um, so I'd be happy to stick fat with Josh Kelly. With that said, next week we've got the other six teams, and then we lock in our Brownlows multi for the teams. What, what's happening? It's with fair Tim to say Taranto? GWS will not be included in our multi. I don't think will so. They? No. Well, they've so got so much to talent. Taranto? He's yeah. got a crook back, mate. Oh, did you sit on him? <laughs> All right, you move on. Like you did the GWS probably the right. only one we're not uh, sure of. But. Now, the Hawks. Who have we got at the Hawks? John Newcomb? He's leading. Mm, I'm not surprised. Is that interesting? Tom Mitchell wins That's that. interesting. I'm, um, I'm saying Tom Mitchell wins it. So, Perennial 14. So, that's what? Uh, four and a half votes. Um, Tom Mitchell's only got three votes for the bar. Yep. Well, I'm s- how, how far clear, sorry, was Newcomb over Tom Mitchell? Uh, a Again, vote. basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A vote. Just over a vote. One and a half votes. I'm saying Tom Mitchell because Sam Mitchell came out after his rest week and said he needs to play more in the guts. We'll be yeah. putting him back in Oh, no shit, I, th- I think Tom Mitchell as well. Because I, because He's got her. I also think that Sam Mitchell will not play more in the guts if they were teetering well outside the eight due to the fact that they're competitive and can still make the eight and be an actual mm. force. Yep. He will yep. have best to play in, Tom Mitchell best, in yep. the middle if he wants to be. Uh, in the eight. James Sicily is the other one at Hawthorne that's yeah. been getting a lot of votes. But is he not leading for us? No, he's very close though. He's only uh, just behind wow, Newcastle. He's off, I've written his name less down a lot, a but they're all one vote, so yeah, that's I, the trouble. I think he's, he's just been demoted too though because of the mouth that we True. expect from him. So maybe he is up there with, with a few more. And he's, he's not allowed to say anything though. Well, we need to... Exactly. Can we d- agree on this one? Or he's not? all Australian I'll, this year. I'm happy I'm to vote Tom, Tom Mitchell. Mitchell. Well, I'm going to go James Sisley. Okay. All right. 
last team, fellas. Uh, Melbourne Demons. Now, this one is an arm wrestle. It is tight as you know what. Uh, one vote in front is Clayton Oliver of Christian Petraka. Yep. This will not be a without market. This will be a take Shed your pick. Cat it's going to be two bucks <laughs> or one ninety each, probably, because they're cheap bastards. But uh, you can't pick it, can you? Yep. I, I'm, I can, you can try can. and you can say, oh, well, there is going to be better. But you can also make a very, very strong argument to say that Christian Petraka is the poster boy of the AFL. True. Yep. And guess what? He was last year too. Yep. Clayton Oliver. Oliver. Still out, didn't For me, it's Clayton Oliver. It's, it's, it's all personal opinion. Obviously. I think so too, It's opinion-based podcast, boys. Come on, let's not get shirty. I, I think so too, mate. He <laughs> but was my pick for Oliver him. has two good games to Petraka's one brilliant game. Two good games, one brilliant game. That's the way I view their footy. And I just think... So he has, a, he has just two think, and a one and then a three to Exactly. Petraka. I think Petraka has more That's games even. where he may not appear potentially in the votes. Oliver will rarely miss a one vote even. So I'll, I'll take the consistency of Oliver yeah, so over Oliver the Petrakas. Oliver will pull in more games. And I think so. just because of that, you reckon he'll outdo. And I, I, I do. I'm with you there. Yeah. With I can totally there. understand where everyone's coming from the other point of view. You like Petraka, Ty? I can tell. Uh, I Look do. I do like him. But is and, he your tip this year? He was, wasn't he? He was, that's yeah. Why. And that, that's why. That's why I'm <laughs> going to stick with him. But the uh, Brownlow Bar mold, the Brownlow mold that we spoke of, it's Oliver. Was Oliver winning yep. the Brownlow this year? So I think he's probably right up there. All right, I'll go with him. Fair enough, Clayton mate. Oliver. Very good. Okay, boys, time to move it along. It's time to talk under the pump. Questions are in this week, and Ty, you're running the show this week, mate, with under the pump. Yeah, that's right, mate. I've got under the pump this week, and uh, it's a ripper. We've got a few really good questions now. Um, now, have you got that time already, mate? It's ready to rock and roll, Thank mate. God for that. Now, this one... I'll answer first, I'll, I'll need you guys <laughs> to have your top tens ready and available. Oh, sugar. Have you got them? No. All right. Yep. Well, I'll ask that question in a minute. No, I do it now. Okay, let's ask you right now. Here we go. This one comes in from Ben. He says, who is the biggest value currently sitting inside your top 10? You go first, Nev. 100% Jeremy Cameron. <laughs> Simple, easy, done. That was too quick for me. <laughs> You'd be the same, probably. No, I think... It's probably Max Gorn. Oh, Max Gorn. I'll right. assume he's my biggest odds, yeah. That's pretty good, mate. He's at 51s. Uh, mine's probably Ben Keys. I think. My top 10's actually pretty sharp. At the moment, there you go. Yeah. Sweet, question. Fair question. All right, good. Next one. Um, <clears throat> uh, this one comes in from James Fern. He says Matthew Lloyd went viral for suggesting that Essendon players should have roughed up Luke Parker on the weekend after his shoulder shrugging antics. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Loved it. Do you believe the Stern. players, particularly Heppel in the press at Essendon, are too nice? And if so. What needs to change? Um, that isn't a new coach. Yeah. No, there's, I don't think he's too nice. At the end of the day, for me, you can't come out and fire and act angry and filthy at someone when you couldn't show it on the field on the night. It just actually contradicts what you, the way you acted initially to it. So for me, the way he handled it was perfect and fine. You needed to come out the very next week and show something, and I think they did. So It's good you left us a lot of time. You go, Ty. Oh, yeah. Fuck, you can um, talk, mate. Look, Bards is right on Heppel's schlong there because he's his boy. <laughs> That's enough, Neville. 
Where was your input, Nev? We couldn't put any in. He spent six seconds. seconds saying, well, thanks very much, Andrew, for taking so long. <laughs> Why don't you start saying something, <laughs> Daniel? Well, I yeah, wasn't going to get yeah, you're a dick. Well, well, what, what do you want to say, name? Nev? What? Go on, give you five seconds. I'm not allowed to. That's enough, Nev. All right, all right. Bards gets to go first. Just tell me this, though, very quickly then. Was Heppel too soft in his response or was he okay? He's got to toe the, comp- the club line, the mate. What? <laughs> <laughs> toe the company line, I was going to say. Yeah, right. But, mate, he, Holy that, shit. that response was written out for him. And he had to say it. Yeah. I, I agree with what Bud said. We so, should have gone so, and bash the bloke. So you, you could have just said that. agree. That would have worked. Yeah, mate, really. had, it would have taken one yeah. half second. We're taking a lot less. I would have more time to fucking answer. Wouldn't have to watch That's enough, boys. Wouldn't have to watch your neck wobble for six seconds. All right, all right, all right. Got that time already, mate? Yes. All right. This one comes in from uh, Sean. He says, I saw a comparison drawn between Akka and Ginevan this week. Do you see any similarities besides their hair? Yeah, definitely. Up and about, full of confidence, backs their own ability. Uh, I don't actually think Akka was as adventurous in his antics as early on in his career, though. That's what Ginevan is. I reckon they're on the same career path. The way they they're like that, but he'll he'll won't touch Acker's ability and what he could do. Mm. I think it takes a bit of arrogance to be at the top level, and uh, they both show it. So that's their similarity for me. Yeah, cool. Uh, all right, and the last one. Oh, what a fucking joke this is. All right, so this one comes from um, Bradley. He says, "Dangerfield is this da- the Brad from last week?" Yeah, he's got I'm something against sure. the cats, I reckon. He goes, "Danger field is danger fucked." <laughs> <laughs> and he's danger right. Bad. Is Kane Corns right in saying he needs to lose weight, or is he just cooked? Neville's right in saying. I don't reckon he, he was fully weight. fit when he entered the season. I thought the first couple of games in, he didn't look his quite himself. So, mate, look, he's done carbs, he's done hemis, whatever. I said it earlier. You heard me. He's fat and overweight. Wow. Yep. I think he's um, overweight, just not aerobic capacity. I, I think he's just um, overweight in the mind at the moment. His, his head's not in it. He's a midfielder and he thinks he can play as a forward. He's like the fucking dog who thinks he's a fucking sheep. Can't play as a midfielder anymore. That's, That's enough, enough, Neville. Nev. <laughs> got it in, boys. You didn't get it in. All right. Is That's, that it? That's a wrap for Under the Pump. Excellent. All right, boys. It's time to get into the best bet. So, first things first, as always, boys, as disappointing as it is, we've got to talk about last week's. Tybo, your bet, you talk about it. Oh, no comment, mate. <laughs> um, Move it along. No, so uh, we had this mad, mad bet on the Crows St. Kilda. It, uh, it wasn't how I thought it was going to be. Jay Gresham, 25, nailed that. Tex Walker, shit the bed with one goal, 1,000. Behinds, uh... And Rory Laird, we spoke about earlier, kept me accountable. And, uh, yeah, he only finished with 24 disposals. So you failed. Instead of the big After seven uh, years of dominating that team, he fell off the perch. We've got a a whop. That's right, we fucking lost. Right, so... I'm not even going to praise it. I'm not going to talk anything about it. I'm not going to do anything, boys. I'm sick of putting the mocker and the jinx on certain players and certain things. I'm just oh, naming the bet. That's very clever. And we're praying. Jogging yeah. on and crossing the fingers. Oh, this is good. I like it already. I'm, I'm picking on the Saints here to absolutely bully the shit out of North Melbourne. They're mm. a young up-and-coming team on the rise, and I think that they're a team that could be ruthless 
against North <laughs> Melbourne where better sides choose not to be because they need all the points for and against they can get. Max King is going to kick four goals against Far North out, Melbourne. Far Russell Sprout. He's coming off six. He's kicked fours and threes against other sides that are far more quality. Good luck stopping him when you don't have a key defender that's yeah. going well. Brad Crouch, 25. Jack Sinclair, 25. That is it. Three legs. Odds boost it'll get you to $3.90. Ooh, Three, I hate 360, it. $3.90. Absolute shit, Bards. I hate it. <laughs> don't get on it if you're at home. We're it's not going to win. Bards, that's rubbish. Don't rate it, Nev. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no, we hate it. Fine. It's hate disgusting. It. Yeah, trying a like different this. tack this Reverse week, psychology. boys. Okay, I like it. It's fucking shit. Worst bet I've ever heard of. Beauty. Locker in, boys. 50 bucks on. Ty, let's be fair. How are we travelling in the account, mate? Because uh, we've, we've uh, had a big drought. I'm going to be 100% honest. We've lost nine straight. And, well, so we'd be down, we, yeah. we've had a few voids in there as well, obviously, that have mm. uh, given our money back. Thank God. But um, this is our last bet before we have to top up our account. Oh, so we haven't... So we, we, we haven't run we dry yet. We started with 50 bucks. And we're 50, still bucks 50 bucks each. 50 bucks each. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And we haven't run dry yet. We're about to run dry. All right. Well, no. Yes, we are, because this is a it's shit It's a bet. sign, boys. It's, it's a, a shit sign. Bet. Just to keep our heads above water. All right. This is the Lazarus. We're coming from the dead here. Last thing of the night, boys. We're on the Feral Brewing Company here. The Biggie Juice. What do we rate the beer? I'm giving it a nine. It's my top three. Is this out of ten? Sort or? Of shit. Out of ten, mate. Oh, There's no. plenty more to come, so be it's conservative. Look, fucking shit in a bucket, mate. That's four or three at least. Three max. Three max. Don't know good I'm beer. not even giving it a four. Bat piss, but I'll give it a five. Not too bad. Just can't have a session on it. All right, boys, that's us for the night. Till next week. See you then. Catch you later. Ciao.